0: Hey y'all, I'm so excited. This is Lisa Zahia and this is another edition of our amazing men version of the Queen Shit Only podcast. I've been so inspired to talk to some of my favorite men collectively and individually. So um, as you heard in the intro, I'm here with Sunny and Devin, uh, two amazing coaches, two amazing men and two amazing humans. And uh, we're gonna start by asking them So Devon, I'm going to start with
1: you. What are you inspired by right now? I love that question. And Lisa, thanks for having us today. Uh, So uh, honestly, originality. Uh, and, And for me, that comes from being unapologetically authentic. I think actually at the moment, certainly with everyone being out there on social media, everyone sharing their story, it's hard to be truly original. And I think that comes from actually expressing your authentic self. doesn't mean being obnoxious, doesn't mean doing something over the top. It just means putting your heart out there. And when I see a few people do it truly and deeply and it connects with me, I find that inspiring because it's one of the scariest things there is to do. Absolutely. A hundred
0: percent. Sunny, what about you? What's inspiring you right now?
1: So 100%, I love what you said there,
2: Devin. I can't wait to talk about that later. So what's inspiring me right now is actually the coming together of the world. Like we're seeing two different clashes, right? We're seeing like people being drawn apart, but then we are seeing people that are like-minded, that are greater-minded, that are coming together and doing things where we're adding to the world, contributing. Are you seeing people on like TikTok, all these different things, they're starting to all like post positive information and share with the world? That's getting me so excited. I feel like people are moving away from the news and the nonsense that sometimes we used to listen to, to now actually starting to take in more positivity, start taking in more real people, like you said actually then. And that's what's exciting me because then it's a time for people to share their message their wisdom and their light to the world i love that
0: i love that so this is interesting i was having a conversation with somebody the other day and they're feeling very um down on the world in general and i was like i'm super positive and i'm feeling hopeful they said they didn't feel hopeful And my, i was like if i'm not hopeful what's the point Um, yes and it's sort of like to me everything has to be unearthed for us too but you know there's all these people who are like it's gonna be the age of Aquarius like we're all gonna come together so I am interested like partially this is interesting because I work with women so much but I'm excited to connect with men Devin to the idea of originality how do you see that and have you been inspired by that in men
1: so I've seen it uh mostly and when it inspires me the most is men in their relationships actually showing up in the way they want to be without wishing to unearth and rehash the whole toxic masculinity versus superior masculinity or whatever terminology you might want to use let's kind of dispense with that for a moment and just cut through the bs and say at the heart of everything we are all humans whether you wear a masculine mask or a feminine mask whether you Uh, align with being male, female, or other, at the end of the day, we're all just, in my humble opinion, liquid love poured into physical form. At the end of the day, we're all souls. And for men to express themselves fully and say, hey, you know what, I'm scared, I don't know, and we'll figure it out, or to say, I I love you no matter what, and to, to lean into that unknown, and frankly, to be vulnerable, there's that that famous word again. That's what I find inspiring because there's so much pushing back against that. There's so much uh, societal crap associated with that that I think that that's brave. Um, And the reason why I find that inspiring is because that's the phase I'm in at the moment. Um, With my business, with my career, with my relationship is actually once and for all, after 38 years on this planet, taking all, peeling off the layers and actually saying, you know what guys, this is me, and if I'm not enough, so be it, this is me. Uh, because that's scary and hard and it hurts and it's, um, there's an exposure in there, there's an emotional exposure in there. So when I see guys doing that in their relationships and in their businesses, uh, with that softness, I that resonates with me a lot and therefore I find it inspiring. I love that, it's
0: beautiful. Sunny, Mr. Dating Coach, what's your take on that?
2: That is so deep and beautiful. It's very, very powerful because you're right, the old way of looking at relationships, you'd think the male had to cover up here, the vulnerability, the fear that they had because they always had to be the protector, the strength. And what I love about what you said there was the actual, the deeper strength comes from you taking the leap of vulnerability. The deeper level of your growth takes that step of courage. Um, Fascinatingly enough, you know, the universe brings us together. Just this year, it's all been about being genuine and 100% honest. I had a coaching call with one of my coaches, one of my mentors, and she was saying to me, Sonia, are you 100% honest? I was like, "Mm, I think I'm about 95, 96%. It's like, why? I was like, what do you mean, why? Like, in that normal? It's like, no, why aren't you completely honest? I was like, I don't know. i was like, I'm afraid that I'm gonna hurt somebody. She was like, why do not you say that? Like, okay, what, what do I just say that? Like, I'm afraid I'm gonna hurt you by saying this. If it was uncomfortable for me, however, this is how I feel. And she went, yeah. Alright. Like, okay, I'm gonna try it. So I started trying it was amazing because people started resonating with me so deep that people were just like wow you know what I really um, encourage you and really respect you for that authenticity and that honesty and I have to back it myself I have to say look it's hard for me to say that but I want the best for you so I pre-frame it in a way that makes them know that I got you I'm saying this for you I could save my breath I could agree with you it doesn't matter to me i want you to be better and that's why i'm saying this and when i started saying it in that way everyone really started coming in closer everyone wanted more of that and that's the power of that honesty that's the power of that vulnerability and that courage that you speak about There, so i'm all in with that
0: yeah i i think that's amazing gosh that's super inspiring because if honestly i'm really honest how honest am i like i'm maybe at a 90. okay because i sometimes i just keep it right here yeah i love the that you like approach it with love and you preframe it um i always think about somebody said to me once the thing that can take you further deeper into a relationship any relationship is saying the things that could also break it
1: yeah it's a bit Lisa it's a bit it's a bit like the only way you can go all in on a relationship is to give yourself permission to leave it doesn't mean you. It doesn't mean you're gonna leave. <laughs> it just means it's okay. You right. give yourself permission to, and suddenly you feel, you move closer. I mean, how many times have you had someone say something really tough to you or be brutally honest with you? You feel it pull you in, right? And yet, it's different for us. No, 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 we can't be honest. But when others are honest, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's interesting too, like just to hear you both say this because you know, like, like I'm single and I'm dating. And, you know, it used to be like, oh, what I thought was hot, like muscles and money. But now I had a guy the other day, he's like, oh, I could talk after this time because I'll be in therapy. And I was like, hey. Like, <laughs> 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 it's like, I love that. <laughs> does the man like understand and own? Because I think, Sonny, you tell me what you think. Part of what you're saying is that you're also owning what you're saying.
2: Right. Like,
0: it's so,
2: there's a massive part in owning what you're saying and this is actually one thing i'm advising all my clients to do right now is own your journey right so i'm like own your journey from where you were before to where you are now like i'm asking them because a lot of people have this false pretense because of social media because of other things because of conditioning of the world to be like no i just haven't met the right partner okay you're like yeah that's fine but you're 38 years old. You haven't met the right partner. Come on, you met loads of people. What you want about? When you talk about your healing journey or the journey that you've been on in between, like look, I haven't met the right partner because before I didn't value myself. Before I didn't know what I wanted. Before I was lost. And now I'm in this place. It adds so much power to it. A lot of my clients were going, no, I've just not met them. I was understanding, why isn't it working? They're amazing people. Why isn't it working out? It was because the other person was making an illusion of why the relationship wasn't working with the other person. So, for example, if my client was dating and she was like, no, I've just not met them. The person's already finding in their brain a bit more of that survival side. They're looking into it and they're going, why hasn't she found somebody? There's a fault. or Why hasn't he found somebody? There's a fault. I'm looking for the fault. I'm looking for the fault. Instead, you tell them the fault. In the past, I didn't do this. But now I've healed it this is who I am now they're like oh that makes sense and then the brain can relax the person can relax because you're like ah, I get that you've done work to improve yourself I believe that's why for you when that guy said I mean I've just done therapy you're like yes I know about this healing work I'm with you
0: yeah <laughs> um, that's beautiful and and it's like I love the idea also like we find what we're looking for so if I'm looking for the fault, but if somebody's talking about their healing journey that's really beautiful um Devin you're a new parent yes how did that like like you're talking about this originality Um, it's so it's so it takes so much bravery to be honest and I just want to observe I think that's especially true as a man
1: What, um, how has having a a new daughter, like changed your perspective on that? Oh man. Uh, So two things come up for me when you ask that question. One of them is that actually, and this started when she was really little and just a little peanut sized uh, human, where when the baby's crying and you can't stop it, you've been through all the different steps and it's probably that they can feel your energy. I would actually say to her, out loud to keep myself calm apart from anything else and a way to connect with her, I'd say I, I don't know what to do, this is upsetting me, um, I'm struggling as much as you are, and I would it sounds crazy but I would say out loud to her as this tiny infant who can't take on any communication other than energetic, I would explain to her that I was struggling too and somehow weirdly it made us connect and it would calm her down. So that is one example of how I've realised that Frankly, sharing how you're feeling somehow helps connection. And the other thing I would say is exploring and experimenting with different ways to, I guess, entertain her and connect with her. Like, I'm not too proud to admit that every night before bed, we dance together. Like, I am a horrible, horrible dancer. And, I, and I, I'm I good with that. But I will run around and gyrate around the kitchen, listen to music, and that to the point where now, if I just hit go on the son- any one of the Sonos speakers in our house and there's music playing, she'll start moving her hips and come and find me. Like, it's just, I, like, I'm not supposed to dance the gyrate around the house. I'm supposed to be this masculine man. Nonsense is one of the highlights of my day. Um, So those are a couple of things that are just brand new to me. And I think at the heart of those are expression, expression of who you are without fear of what it's going to look like or whether it fits a stereotype. It just, it feels good in the moment and I'm going to express it that way. And that's a big lesson for me, not only to do that and have the courage to do that, but also to then realize that it's, it's accepted and it's received well and that's a good thing
0: yeah that honestly that's another one though that like if I hear a man be like oh I dance with my daughter for fun like I'm at the face of my life I'm like that's hot (laughs) (laughs) but it's like because it is like connection it's vulnerability it's and also like loving and appreciating your own child you know but that I think that's amazing so Sunny you talked about this great coming together which I'm not sure is a way a lot of people would describe the world right now um, what are you doing from, because I'm hearing a lot of people, men, women, everyone, just feeling down right now. So what are you doing to put yourself in that mindset and to see and have hope right now?
2: Yeah. So I'm creating more events. So I'm creating like more of these events of bringing people together and I'm seeing the value that it's having. And also the conversations of consciousness being more lifted, right? Um, I believe that the reason why I'm unlocked to that way of thinking and I'm not seeing it as a negative, because I'm not actually indulging in all the news. I'm not over focusing on it. I'm actually focusing on and seeing what the people are doing outside of it. How they're contributing, how they're sharing, how they're wanting to be nicer. You know, these last couple of years have been tough on everybody. Like some people really succeeded. Some people were always going for a hard time. And it really amplified that. A lot of businesses went down and they personally, you're, one of yours did and you pivoted amazingly. And these kind of things stop people in their normal pattern of behavior. However, what's happened is an emergence of a new pattern of behavior. TikTok, <laughs> um, other areas as well, right? But it is where we're focusing our attention on different areas. And that's where it's important to me. And that's what I encourage, is focus on what you want to focus on, what you want to achieve. If you are feeling hopeless, then maybe focusing on the news and the outside circumstances too much. Where if you're feeling like coming together, focus on a community of people that are doing similar things. You know, I'm grateful to be on this podcast with you. And I know that we're all always aligned in this area of adding value, giving to the world, even if it's a positive message or Instagram post, you know, them things are very important. And I'm seeing them more and more with people just sharing better things in life. And that's what's making me think that there's also a greater coming together as a separation and a lot of fear. However, more people are coming to awaken
1: to more things. Beautiful.
0: I love that.
1: Devin, do you feel hopeful right now? Yes. Yeah. Actually, more so. Than ever to be honest and i'm convinced it actually isn't down to real world results it's down to what i'm now habitually choosing to focus on you guys know this what you focus on you feel right and suddenly using your your terminology around a great coming together even if only 50 million people in the world are coming together and the other seven point whatever billion are not that's 50 million people that are coming together i would call that a great coming together and if that's what you're focused on That's what you're gonna call it. And you're choosing to. I I honestly think some of the mental states we experience, it's kind of binary, we're kind of either up or, or, or down. And I think it's down to what we choose to focus on primarily and the meaning we attach to what's going on. You know, it's cheesy saying, but what's going wrong in your life or in the world is always available to you. There's always something that's not to your liking or whatever, but so is what's right. And if you choose to focus on that, you're going to feel hopeful as a minimum, probably more like excited and and looking forward to the future. So am I feeling hopeful? Yeah, more more than ever, because I'm continually training myself to look for and sniff out what's going well and what I appreciate and what I'm excited about, rather than focusing on all the things that are going wrong. Because there's a lot going wrong. There really is
0: yeah and they're always like when people are like this is the worst i'm like ah if you read history books like there's a lot of bad things and like like humans humans are fallible and i feel like that's what i also really absorbed during covid is like you know like, like we're not very good at keeping ourselves together but there's also such a beauty in humanity and just like Like, the other day, like, something very dramatic just happened in New York. There was a a shooting in the subway, and that day, you know, it was hard to feel hopeful, and I was sitting outside, and there was, like, this beautiful little boy. He was right, two, and he was, like, just playing with a fountain, and he would hold the water up, and, like, a rainbow would happen, and I was just like, there's so many good things in this world.
1: I love that you, you mentioned humanity as a whole like that, and the, almost the polarity of how we respond, because the more I'm around on this planet and the more I do this work with people, the more I realize that the capacity for human love and kindness is just unparalleled. I and mean, in some of the, the ways you see people lean into tragedy and how they deal with it, 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 it literally makes your heart swell. And sadly, the other end of the spectrum is, too, is true, too. I mean, we are, myself included at times, when I'm triggered, we can just be so mean and so... They're like angry cavemen and women, and act with, in such a short-sighted, selfish way. And that entire spectrum is available to all of us. It's just where you choose to put yourself on it. And I'm convinced that's down to what you focus on and what you value most. Um, Well,
2: I remember in the past, I used to actually really think about my world as my world, right? And that was majority reason why that was was because of myself. I was in my survival mindset. I was thinking so much that everything's happening against me, everything's happening for me. I was really creating a lot of challenges everywhere, right? So I was like, oh, this this person's angry at me. I'm angry at them. I'm blaming this person. I'll be in relationships and an argument will happen I will blame that person and, you know it's very easy to find blame I would find it in the best ways it was the way you smiled it was the way you did this it was where you were two minutes late all these things would come up in my mind and constantly I was living in that world and that was kind of the I world and when we're looking at humanity as a one when we're looking at it as I we actually separate ourselves from the world and we're looking at the blame of the other person that's exactly what I was living in what was that causing me It's caused me anger It's caused me frustration It's caused me a lot of things however I thought that was life I, I just thought this was life I was like you're meant to be frustrated and angry because I would see other people frustrated and angry Like this is normal isn't it until yeah <laughs> it's not normal <laughs> until a point in life where I started looking outside like how can I be more for someone else during uh, your a proud father and it resonates from you i could imagine even your oneness has gone to a whole new level when you're looking at a daughter now and you're thinking about her needs and when you do that you become more one with more and then more one with humanity right
1: that's how i think the the correlation between human suffering and when we make it about ourselves is so clear i I remember when when um i told close friends, including a, a friend and neighbor a few doors down from me on the street where I live. I t- when I told him I, we were having, expecting a daughter, he was really sweet and really excited for us. And he said, by the way, just so you know, you're entering a phase of your life where nothing is about you. And I laughed and kind of thought, uh-oh, what does that mean? Um, first of all, he could not be more right. Um, and second of all, it's the most amazing lesson. Because when I don't make it about me, when I just move into action to help with something, serve my wife in some way, spend time with my daughter, and I just take myself out of my own problems, suddenly the problems don't exist. It's, it's wild. And I think there's, there's huge power in that. We, when we make it about us, we suffer. I really think it's that straightforward. That doesn't mean don't take action to make your life better. It doesn't mean you don't matter. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying in, in the moment, in an argument or in something that goes the way you don't want it to, or you have to do something you don't want to. If you make it about I, you will feel suffering. You just will. And when you turn that spotlight out onto others and you think about what's the good in it, what can I get from it? How can I grow from it? Who can I help? Who can I serve? It completely changes the experience. And frankly i've been forced to do that by having a kid i'm grateful for that by the way and it's just an amazing lesson
0: yeah I, the thing that i think about all the time which i would imagine parenting really like um amplifies is just like there's so much beauty in like i got this from the course in miracles but like nothing means anything and all meaning is assigned and The other thing I think about all the time is I listen to this interview with Sean White, who's a famous snowboarder. Snowboarder, yeah. Olympic snowboarder. And he said, I get in the Olympics, and she's won multiple gold medals. I get to the top of that run, and I think about my mother, and I think about how that's what matters, and this doesn't matter. And he's like, I'm able to do my best because I realize that it's actually not that important.
1: Yeah, maybe that's a version of detachment. Yeah, it's letting go.
0: Letting go. Yeah. Which is just like so amazing. And like, I, I think we put so much importance on, and this goes back to men, like, how much are you earning? How much are you, like, I feel a lot of pressure as a woman. I think it's interesting, and I'm curious about your perspective, of like American exceptionalism like what we, what we require our men to do, then all of a sudden I'm on Instagram and there's these men with like machine guns in front of a flag being like, I'm a man. And I'm like, well, so in that, like, how do you, Sunny, how do you, how do you stay in a mindset where you're able to focus, let go and focus on what matters?
2: Well, something really powerful in what we're saying here and letting go and the whole process of it. And I've been thinking about it over the last year massively in terms of like, what did Buddha mean? What is this whole detachment? What is going on with that? I remember there was a time in I felt like I had to let go of my wife. And I was like, whoa, what am I doing? I don't want to let go. I want to hold on. I want to hold on. And then I had to understand it at a deeper level. It wasn't letting go of her, but it was letting go of if this relationship wasn't working for us. So we had a patch where I was like, okay, you know what? Right now this relationship isn't working to the highest of level, and I'm happy to let it go. And then we had the conversation. I was just saying to her like, look, I won't say her name, but I was like, look, I'm happy for this relationship to end if we're not happy. I'm happy to walk away from this relationship because I have another 60, 70 years, and I'm hoping to let go of that. But in that power came this essence that was like, "No, I'm stepping up." And we both like agreed to step up to play at a different level, and it actually resolved the relationship because part of the brain was saying, "Let's hold on to it and just settle for this relationship to work, make it just work in this kind of confinement." and just kind of agree to the acceptance of the world that oh, well, sometimes relationships are like this, marriage might be like this, X, Y, Z. So I was like, look, I'm happy to let this go. I'm happy to go and you're a beautiful woman. You can move on, I can move on. There's no issue. Have a good life. I'll be here for you if you ever need it. In that power gave a great strength because now we've got to see each other properly. It was as if, We didn't see each other for the marriage or the ring or the agreements that we made. It was actually, I saw you for the energy that we're putting into the relationship. I'm seeing you for this relationship and the level of happiness that we're bringing. And if we're not bringing that happiness, then we can not go, which is scary.
0: (laughs) It's so beautiful and that is so, like such a brave, like a lot of what we're talking about is bravery.
1: And um, what is it that allows us to be brave and courageous? And this is something that's coming out for me now. It's only my experience is faith. I don't. I mean, everyone has their own definition of faith, but acknowledging, at least for me, that there is so much of my life and my life experience that I just can't control, and I'm learning to be okay with that. That doesn't mean sitting on your backside, not taking any action and waiting for money or success or a relationship to land in your lap. That's not at all what I mean. I think it's our job to step up to the plate in an open or up frame of mind to take action. That's our job. Knowing how many people are going to show up to an event or what the person is going to say in response or whether this business idea is going to work like the stuff that's in the non-controllable ain't your job, puny human. It's your job to be open and loving and kind and generous and to give and to show up. The rest of it's up to God, the universe, whoever, whatever you believe in. Stop trying to do the metaphysical work. Do your work. Stay in your lane. And I've found in moments when I'm terrified business and relationship come to mind when there's that vulnerability. I'm only overwhelmed and it only seems too big when I'm trying to control something that isn't mine to control. And that act of just going, poof, that's yours. I give that back. I can't control that. Whoever, whatever you are, that's yours. This is mine. It brings a tremendous sense of empowerment and and some comfort, actually, that I'm going to stay in my lane, I'm going to do what I do, and the chips fall where they fall.
0: Yeah, I love that. I always think about that imagery of like also like this is holding on, right? Like not letting go and this is letting go like Yeah. It's such yeah. a beautiful imagery of like this is what it means to receive.
1: Yeah, it's pretty hard to get what you want from the universe when you've got a death grip on it. <laughs> yeah. You feel
0: like you do this and I feel like this uncomfortable tension and I'm like I mean, I think that's why people get really sick. Inflammation is like Yes, constantly, I'm gonna try to control everything. And that's also how like, negative attachment happens and, and all of these
1: things. What fascinates me with this, Lisa, is where does it come from? Why, does the, why, do, why have we, for the vast majority of our lives, behaved that way and thought that way? Why does most of Western and developed society behave that way? Like, why don't we teach this stuff in schools? Detachment is sexy, the first- people.
2: Have you heard of the success formula? Yes. Yeah, I think it's a landmark training. That's right. Um, They talk about the success formula and it's what gets you to X, Y, and Z. You think that formula will help you and everything else. So for example, if you were to put out content online and was getting you good results, then you're like, all you have to do is put yourself out online and you're always going to succeed. And then you do it on Tinder and all that, and you're like, I'm putting myself online, why aren't I succeeding? And you're like, man, what's where's, where's going wrong? So you keep doing the formula until you're frustrated, because that's where we form a pattern, because we relate a positive correlation to it. We're like, oh, well, this worked, but then we don't really know the unknown. We don't know the next level. What We, we don't know how to get to the next level by doing the same thing so that's where that kind of control comes in i believe and then when it doesn't work you're like ah oh, but it worked in the past like come on it can't change it can't change and we're holding on to that thought and i love that imagery that tension when you feel that tension in your handle inside of your body it's like that grip is so bad i met someone recently and he was telling me about a past relationship got me So yeah he was telling me about a past relationship he was telling me like dominance is how relationships work and this man was saying like you have to be super dominant to get a woman to like you and his energy i ran a dating event his energy was so off-putting and he's like i'm gonna go talk to this girl i was like don't talk to her with this energy like calm relax take some breaths he's like no but girls like dominance i'm like yes psycho girls do right calm down (laughs) are you looking for somebody more or not I'm like you have to relax how should i do this all this tension was built up inside of him and he may have got it from these pickup books or he may have got it from his father i'm not sure like because somebody a lot of these formulas are passed down to us as well right and that habit he had, i had to borrow him from the next event i was like yeah, you ain't coming with that <laughs> not with that kind of dominance i was like it's too much I'm trying to create a safe space here not a, a safe a aggressive space or a dominant space or something yeah
0: walks in there like it's she just met somebody like it's a stranger I'm gonna dominate you I'm like I, I have to go <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm out of here
0: my, my cat called <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a cat but it called me um, yeah it's such an interesting space one of the things that this brings up for me that I've been thinking about recently is this idea of like an energetic minimum that like in every space in my life Instead of having a success formula, I'm thinking about what's the energetic minimum I wanna align myself with. So, to be transparent and fully honest, right when I moved to the city, right after I'd gone through a breakup, I started dating and it was a hot mess. Like people ghosting, just like ugh. people talking about dominating and I was like, I gotta go. Um But then I did a bunch of work. I did work on healing. And then I thought, I set an energetic minimum of like, I want positive interactions with amazing people. And in that, I want to look for this person, but I just want every interaction to be like beautiful and high vibe. And I really thought about how do I, what actions do I need to take? What do I need to think? I'm not gonna say things like, all men are assholes. Because that, and I have been dating, And, you know, I haven't like found the man, but it has been so beautiful and fun and joyful and amazing. And I took this concept and I also do it with business. Like what's my energetic minimum for how much I want to make a month, who I want to bring in. And it's transformed everything.
1: I love that. It's very different to the kind of goals-based outcome focus we normally have i don't think that one on yeah that i that think that's way. also acknowledging a lot of the stuff we've discussed lisa that you're i said you're showing up in a state a vibration if you want to go that way which produces results but you're not doing it to get the results you're doing it because you want to feel that way yes
0: and i think the hard work in that is as soon as something You know and if we go into the science it's my i'm i'm looking at what i'm focusing on is what i'm bringing in and i'm able to transform i'm not going in with these like oh i need to meet the man of my dreams i've had people you walk in and you're like this isn't going to be it but like what an amazing human i just connected with we had fun and a beautiful conversation and i'm so lucky that that gave me some insight about getting closer to the relationship i want
1: yeah, just the way you describe that demonstrates the power of it. I don't know if you noticed that in yourself, but you you said that means you're getting closer to the relationship. How many people would say, "Oh my God, TikTok, that's another one that didn't work." You know, it's now however many months. You you didn't say it that way. Yep. You acknowledge that that means you're now closer. Yeah, that yeah. that that's a game changer right there.
0: It it sort of goes to I was at this manifestation event recently and of course I was and um, (laughs) the the presenter said like you really succeed when you realize it's all a game and you're just like game on so I'm like playing the game and it's fun and also doing that with my business and with friendships like what's my energetic minimum
2: what's really exciting for me right now is actually looking at manifestation and put it into the real world like it's not too far away you know like um, a lot of people have manifestation as like quite spiritual quite conscious crowd quite but then the real world's like set goals show up be this person and believe you're going to achieve it both lines aren't too much different right like, they're very similar and I believe that we must have been hooked onto it in the past and then we renamed it to just goals and then people got frustrated with goals because they've set too high targets, too much of a demand for themselves. So they were like, I'm just gonna manifest it into my life and not do nothing, trying to take that route. But I always find that they both just go down the same path. And they both just lead you to where you need to get to. It's about like, letting go again. like. The reason why I re-elect really your energetical minimal there, you're letting go of the control of it, yeah? You should just say, what I'm having here, what I'm meeting with these type of people, and the right person's gonna come along. However, you're just keep on attracting incredible people into your life because of that. But you haven't got any control on it, you're not hooked onto anything. And then that's where the goals, we can get hooked onto goals sometimes, where manifestation, it's again the same you can get hooked onto the one thing and you're like i'm destined for this some of my clients come in and they will tell me stuff like yeah he has to be six foot one he has to have abs he has to be this he has to be that and i'm like okay what if he's six foot <laughs> <laughs> like, well that doesn't matter I'm like, okay you sure because you said six foot one and <laughs> so adamant i okay okay that's cool then like you know there might be a ranking order you might be able to squeeze some things in and squeeze them away but when i do look at this whole manifestation, spiritual world and looking at it as a game it's so much fun right and just a meaning that we were talking about earlier when you put in a meaning of life is a good game like a fun game you get to take more opportunity you get to dance around with your daughter you get to just push yourself to the highest of limits and actually try a manifestation try other things do everything you, you want when you're like life needs to be hard and it was a good friend of ours uh, called sylvia that actually introduced me to them. she said to me on a group call that she was like when did you decide that earning money had to be hard and i was like what did i decide that
0: <laughs> i'll take it <you> back <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: i didn't mean to say that did i <laughs> and then when she said that i was like wow that's so true because then everything I had to do was had to be hard in order for me to feel a sense of achievement, to earn money. And like in every area of life, relationships are hard. And love, being a father is hard. You take, your life goes away when you're a father, that's it. Instead, my life has just opened up to a new level, right? <laughs> and it was the same when I realized that earning money can be very easy and very fun. It was like, hmm. I deserve this more. Where We were talking a little bit just before we jumped on this podcast, um, Lisa and us, was just quite late about talking about shame about being single, right? The consciousness. And I think there's a shame in not working hard and earning money doing something that you enjoy and love. And there's a lot of shame attached to that. And that's where people overcome it with like force and anger and these kind of areas and also relationships and stuff because they put a force into it because they believe it's the right formula and that's holding them back when we unlock that and w- when we unlock that on that call for me it was like a game changer and I was like man money just comes really easy and it started to really come in that way as well yeah which
0: is a beautiful like new energetic minimum you know like I'm gonna make this easy so I feel like I could talk to the two of you forever, and maybe we should just start our own podcast. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it'd be so fun. Um, fun. I'm already like, wow, we blew my mind today, um, <laughs> but I don't want to take up too much of your time. So, Devin, what are you working on personally right now, and what is your big message for the world at the moment?
1: <laughs> two things come up for me. Uh, The biggest challenge for me right now is what inspires me the most. We at the top of the call, we talked about leaning in and being vulnerable and speaking your truth. And for me at the heart of that, as I mentioned, is faith. It is a moment to moment practice for me to hand back the bits I can't control and to just be okay with the chips falling where they fall and to stay in my lane and do my bit. That is a daily challenge for me and certainly a, a huge area of growth and I think my message to everyone would be it's an inner game folks we spend so much time especially you guys know I work with burnt out stressed out corporate executives And it's exactly what you talked about is the tension and the stress and the pressure in the system because they're working so damn hard to control everyone and everything out there. And all of them have these big to-do lists and these goals and demands and dreams and expectations. And tell me, is it easier to control everyone and everything around you? And when it gets to just where you want it to be, you can feel okay. Or does it make sense to learn how to master the inner game so that you feel the way you want to feel and then take that out there to go make things the way you want them to be? I know which one most of the world is doing. Um, So That's my message is work harder on yourself than you do on anything else and your life will be magnificent. Beautiful. I love it. Sunny, what
0: are you working on right now and
1: what's
0: your message
2: What I'm working on right now is I'm doing more events now actually so I'm doing like these live single events that does coaching to help people lift their consciousness before they get into the relationship which I'm super excited about actually because it's a combination of coaching and singles. I think if I was single I would love that so that's why I'm creating it to help people come together and to be open and vulnerable in a safe space. To really let go of their false personas, as much as they can kind over of a short period, um, false personas, and connect. And they actually have the opportunity to connect more with the soul. So that's what I'm working on these dating events. It can be international, New York, obviously, you both there. Uh, it's going to be everywhere because that's what I believe is missing from the world right now. And my message to the world would be. I love this I actually got it from Tony Robbins Uh, it's one of mine that really lives deep inside of me it goes all you need is within you now and when we're really looking and fighting and pushing things for outside when I remind myself and I want everyone else to remind themselves that all you need is within you that means the strength the courage the love everything that you need is already inside of you the intelligence it's just about opening it up and unlocking it trust in that process, right? Having faith to bring it out. Oh,
0: that's beautiful! So good, you two. So (laughs) good. Um, this is really fun. Um, you're both two of my favorite people in the whole world, and making me believe wonderful, beautiful things about men. So thank you. And I'll put all the info about how to get in touch with both of you in the notes. So thank you.
2: Thank you. It's been such a pleasure. Yeah. So see you, sir.